1: Before we get started on today's show, I want to tell you about Green Mountain Dental Group, the best damn family-owned dentist in all of the metro area. You guys know I'm all about buying local. I'm all about supporting local and family-owned businesses in particular. And Green Mountain Dental Group checks all of those boxes. They are right there in Lakewood, Colorado, about 10 minutes outside of the downtown area. They're the type of company where they get to know you, know you on a first name basis, send you the postcard, do all of that good stuff, and they got that great deal that's going on. They've been our sponsor for for such a long time, and they've had this great deal going on that entire time. When you sign up for a free for a cleaning, X-ray, and exam, you get a free Sonicare toothbrush. They give you that deal. That's a big deal. They give you that deal because they know once you go there once, you're going to keep coming back every time. You're going to sw- you're going to make them your dentist of choice because they care about your health. And uh, like I said, DNVR sponsors, Denver sports uh, fans. You can't miss them. Check them out. Green Mountain Dental Group. What is up, everybody? And welcome to a Sunday night Losers Lounge. Wah, wah. Oh, that was the only one sad <sighs> book. Trombo- I don't even I don't have the energy for it. it. You don't have energy for it. <laughs> you <laughs> You're bumming me out this year, Eric. What do you want from me, man? What do <laughs> yeah, you want from me? Fake? I, and, to- I don't know, fake some. <laughs> I'm just kidding, you can't, man. It's tough. <laughs> uh so welcome in guys. We got a lot to get to tonight. This game, as much as it was a disappointing one, it was an eventful one. I feel like there's there's some meaty topics to dive into <laughs> from this the, this game. Um and it was so close to being a, an exciting Sunday. I Great was ready for it. Up. I think that's my problem is that I You were ready. I, uh, I was reading the, I
2: was looking at the tea leaves. I was reading the writing on the wall. I was misinterpreted both of those. Yeah. So
1: I think next time I'll just watch the basketball. That's, probably a, good, that's, <laughs> probably, a good, that's probably a good bet. So I'm Adamatis. I'm joined over here on the far right by uh, Superstar Dev. Hello, people. That was it? That's it. That's we all I know. got for you.
0: That's all I got. <laughs> My User's favorite thing energy. that Dev does, and
1: he actually does this every week. I don't know if you guys have noticed. His mic is up here. Up so here. when he talks, he goes like this. You Rather than
0: work. just I'm searching for the mic. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I feel like it's a <laughs> joke that you guys put me in certain it, spots yeah. every single uh-huh. week that yeah. I have to go and chase. This it yeah. is a hazing thing. That's what's happening. It, yeah.
1: Yeah. It's pure hazing. And then I've got, of course, the sad one, D-Line Co. Guys... Should we hug? Oh wait, we can't. Uh, <laughs>
2: when it's when we get vaccinated, you want
1: to
3: hug? No, yeah, <laughs> it's, it's, <laughs> And then over here, look who's back, guys Yeah, I got the energy tonight I'm just happy to be here, fellas uh, Honestly, uh, That's I BV I have to say, by the way, that all expenses paid trip you sent me in Hawaii yeah, That was that pretty great? nice, yeah, yeah. Thank you so much for that Thanks, No it, more than you. it, too, yeah Um.
1: So, <laughs> what, what day did you plan this outfit? If we're being honest like This when? outfit? Is yeah The
3: second I got each respective item Yeah I
1: was pretty hyped to bust
3: this one out That's hilarious Fashion is my
1: passion And then, of course, I'm Adam Marez So... We're gonna start this as we always do, guys. There's a million topics to get to tonight. A million topics. The Nuggets fall, 109, 105, a barn burner. Uh. I'm gonna start with with you since you're back. What's your number one takeaway?
3: Uh, before I get into, you know, big picture stuff, how about just Nuggets Jazz? Every single time, yeah. this is the prescription deodorant matchup. I've dubbed it. I'm sweating it out, whether that's the oh, playoffs gotcha. or a month into the season. <laughs> oh, do <that>, <laughs> Did you know he... that's where he was going? <laughs> no, no, I had no idea. No, I'm just I'm a sweaty kidding. person, so hey, that's are, where my mind goes. You
2: sweat often. more than anyone else on this a, bring, can, we a bit, can we bring up again just one more time that Adam Mares has stated publicly, anytime he's been able to, that he switches deodorant every sure. time.
1: He actually, doesn't have one deodorant. You the don't. There's with. no such thing as deodorant loyalty. You have to always get a new one. You got to keep have, it fresh. Do you have
2: one deodorant you've wore, worn for like years and years and years
1: since like eighth grade? Yeah, I'm with you on that one, Deb. Maybe that's the problem it's, for me, you. Like, like
2: Adam's a serial killer. There's you just really no another other way to look is. at this. Why have
3: that's a yeah. great point. Actually, it's a good point, Cam. Maybe you just have a bad to. All right, let me get this train back on the track, though. <laughs> so this is
1: your number one takeaway: Jazz should, Nuggets. I
3: just, every time, it's awesome. I yeah. mean, I know it's a bummer right now because they love, but these two teams, when they go at it, hey, we, like the NBA is kind of void of matchup of, of like rivalries right now, and, and this is a real one, I think. Yeah. Whether the national audience knows or cares, it's fun every time. I will say, this game with a crowd, a Pepsi Center or a Ball Arena crowd,
1: I think you know it, it carries that extra emotional weight. In watching this one. Tonight, there was a little bit of it felt like any other game. You know that Utah wanted this one a little mm-hmm. bit extra, but you couldn't tell from watching it. It Just looked like two good teams going at it. Um, Dev, that's not my takeaway though. What's your What's your big takeaway?
0: My takeaway from the game was Nikola Jokic has an amazing game. Jamal Murray has an amazing game. Half, but half, then who, half. Yeah, and then who else? Yeah. There was nobody else that helped them yeah. tonight. Like they both scored thirty points, and no one else. The, the, the third highest score was PJ Dozier there's nothing else mm. that anybody else gave and it's very difficult to be in a, a rivalry type of uh, situation that's playoff atmosphere and you only have two guys that show up it's really difficult
1: that to me is the storyline and it's a storyline that's been here all season i mean one way you can look at it is that you need like eight quarters of good play Jokic is going to give you four P- pretty much every single game Jokic has given you four tonight jamal murray gave you two yeah and pj dozier maybe give you i mean you get like little bits from other guys but you need eight quarters of like really good play from this team. And it just seems like they can never this, this season, at least they have depth. I like, they have a lot of pieces, but that inconsistency to me, it's just absolutely killer. And, you know, I guess that unless Eric, is this your takeaway as well? My
2: takeaway is actually that uh, the Nuggets continue to struggle mightily, mightily. In the third quarter, yeah, they lost. The th- they one. lost this game in the third quarter again. I don't yeah. really know what the deal. Like, I don't know if uh, they have like a soft serve ice cream machine in their that's what it locker is. room that yeah. they're loading up on and in, in the- at halftime. Or- Most people don't know that. But that's what yeah. it is. And is- Maloney's to like get more fiery or give like more like Disney style speeches
3: at halftime. I don't know what's going on. To your point, Eric. I mean, the Jazz come out shooting like seventy percent from three to start that game. Right, the first six seven minutes, Nuggets weather that storm, come back, bench is all right, starters come back in. And it looks like you got Utah right where you want them, on the ropes. And, I mean, the Nuggets have as much fight, as much punch back in them as any team in the league, but they just cannot put a team away when they've got a chance.
1: And so here's what we're going to get to is the thing that's absolutely killer about this game is the same thing that's been killer about this game for a while, which is Jamal Murray tonight, 42 minutes. He sat for six minutes tonight. Nikola Jokic, 40 minutes not only do you get the loss you run those guys into the ground for now I mean what are they now uh, 13 games into the season I think eight of those have looked like this where those two guys are just going so you know deep into the game taking such short rest and you know it's tough we thought we had gotten over a little bit of a hump with that bench unit and I don't want to put it all on the bench because I think we're going to talk about Murray here in a little bit yeah. and he's a big storyline too but you know Composo tonight was absolutely miserable. On minus twelve and eleven minutes, and it felt like a minus twelve. You know, he <laughs> well, he had, a, he had, he had like that, that good little stint. I guess he only had the one stint, so I don't know if it
2: could have been good and bad. Yeah, he had one good pass. He made a three. Uh, I was feeling
0: uh, I was feeling pretty good about Composo until I looked at the the box score, and then I did not feel good. But just to piggyback what you're talking about, Adam, as far as they're playing all these big minutes, they play forty minutes. They lost the game once they went out of the game. Right. Like that yeah. that is the story yep. of the game. Like no it's like Malone, why are you playing them so many minutes? And then his question, There's I mean no, his, his no answer option. back is Did you guys see what happened once they went out of the game? Right. As soon as they went out of the game, they lost. When Jokic was on the bench, the Nuggets lost the game right there. Hey, why maybe,
1: why is this? Like why is this happening? Because the Nuggets I mean, I don't think these pieces are bad. Like Jermichael Green's good. Monte Morris is good. PJ right. Dozier tonight had some really good moments. There are okay, composos up and down. Hartenstein's a little up and down. But I, I I think they're these aren't bad players. Why does it keep happening?
3: I don't know, and look, the last three games they didn't look that bad to me. A couple right, of times right. they looked good. So to say keep happening, I mean, it's easy to right now. I, I don't know though, man. I really thought this unit would be better. Was it the four guard lineup? in that third to fourth crossover. I can't remember, but I think Isaiah Hartenstein only got like two and a half minutes this game, quick, He's a quick hook every game. I feel like that's a big part of it, man, is the four-guard thing isn't working, and, well, why are they going to four guards? Because it doesn't seem like Malone trusts Hartenstein. Hartenstein And and Hartenstein
1: tonight did miss a couple... (laughs) Yeah, we're going to say it different every time. That's the key. You know, he didn't have a great night tonight. He missed that one, you know, like, tapping. But again, when we're talking about a player with three minutes, it's just hard. Like, it's hard to... I understand both Malone's perspective on this <laughs> right, and, yeah, and, yeah. and, like, Hartenstein's. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. You give him out for three minutes, and the Nuggets get outscored by eight points. That's the game. The Nuggets lose by four. Those three minutes, really, you cut those out, and the, the rest of the game is history. <laughs> but at the same time, a player, you have to eventually establish yourself to where, like, we either going to figure out we trust these guys or we don't. And we're now 13 games into the season. It feels like the Nuggets just are not going to get over this hump of, of, of
3: being and able to trust those and guys. And, Dev, like, if you're Hartenstein, aren't you feeling like – well yeah no kidding I'm not in rhythm bro or I can't figure this out It's three minutes at a time right. I mean I'm sure as a player that's tough
0: I mean I would kind of feel like that But then I would look at the everything Like he <laughs> gave nothing in three minutes self-aware. So, <laughs> They scored every single time down right. once yeah. He's yeah. on the floor It's like I mean I'm not in the rhythm But they are they, right. the, the 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 team that he's playing is always in the rhythm He either has to foul And then he doesn't score anything He doesn't give you great minutes And he he hasn't been good for a couple of games now So it's like You have to understand, like, the writing's on the wall. It's you. It's you, bro. Yeah. (laughs) So,
2: like, every time we have a bad show, I'm like... Brendan was funny. <laughs> Adam did a good job. <laughs> and that well, Jeff, Jeff, whose fault Jeff, was that? Jeff, Jeff was insightful.
3: <laughs> it's like James Harden. Like something's wrong with the culture here in Houston. Oh yeah,
0: <laughs> just
2: can't
1: put my finger on it. <laughs> um, so we could talk about the bench a lot, and I do think. I mean, it's a major storyline, but we've kind of covered those tracks a lot over this this first month of the season. Where I do want to go, though, is to next is to Jamal Murray because he does finish the night with 30 points, five rebounds, four assists, and at plus six. You look at that and you go, okay, that was great. And it was. Like, it was. In aggregate, he was good because he was great in the first half mm-hmm. and not great in the second half, and it averages to good, <laughs> I guess. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's the hot pot Math corner it here is on DMV.
3: Ice
1: I like, I cold I in the middle, razor hot. <laughs> <away>. And <laughs> I want to be fair to Jamal Murray because he's so good, but he is now at the level where so much more is expected of him than ever before, <sighs> not just because of the contract, but because of what we've seen him do inside the bubble when the pressure's on, and tonight... It, it, the way he played in that first half was just so absolutely incredible and i don't really remember anything from the second half yeah. and that's what that, that's just kind of common to me it, it, it feels like we we, I, we hoped we were past that with yep. we seem
2: to be having the same conversation over and over and over mm. about i mean Jamal. like
3: tonight feels like one where you go i mean the evidence is there you just go i think he was hurt he ran out of yeah, gas yeah. he willed it he willed yeah. himself to that level in the first half yeah. and then 42 minutes bum elbow maybe bum I don't know whatever it's not my place to speculate. He just looks slow and laboring and so Well, he said as much.
1: You're not speculating. Yeah, sure, sure, to... sure. So he
3: hit the wall and I and look, and he did play 42 minutes. That's a 42 lot of minutes. minutes. So, I mean I mean I, I think I get it. You know, you know? He, I mean, he did have a good
2: The problem is is that um just we don't know who else is good on the
3: Nuggets like night yeah. to night and so we he, unfortunately he has to have a great game. He's got to, and he's got to play. I mean, when MPJ comes back, I think there's a real conversation to be had about just giving Jamal three, four games off. I really do, right. and I get why they're not doing it now because what we just talked about, Hartenstein minus eight and three minutes. You can't sit Yoke and Murray or you lose these games, but maybe when MPJ comes back, it's a different equation.
0: But it makes it really difficult when you're losing these games. Yeah. True. Like if you no if you win a, a few games and then you have like some space, you're like, okay, right. I'm gonna sit Jamal and he could try to get healthy. But when you start to lose these games and you're in this, this playoff race, um, and, and you don't want to be in a situation that you're having to play like the Lakers early. Right. So like you really have to make the playoffs, especially with teams like the Warriors and the Suns who were not there last year. Right. Now it makes it hard for Jamal Murray to be able to sit because you can't afford to lose these games. Even though Jamal Murray is having rough second halves and doing, like he's not playing to the best of his abilities. He still, still had thirty points tonight. Right. He's still your best option, even though he's not a hundred percent. So really scored a lot. You need <laughs> you need to pick up wins, and that's the only way that if Mike, I mean Michael Porter Jr. comes or any type of help
3: comes. It has to be, like, why you're winning. While we're on the topic, one 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 of six from the field, Will Barton, tonight. Two of six from the field, Paul Millsap. Two of 11 from the field. We're going to get there. Is. That's
1: going to be, like, the entirety of segment two because, I, I mean, obviously that's another yeah, sort of big thing on, here. I but I want to I want to ask the comments, too. And, Eric, maybe you can monitor them. I'm curious what people thought of Murray tonight. I'm making a graphic, bro. Uh, uh, you want to You got to monitor those comments. Monitor bro. these comments for me or vote. Um, but I, 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 I'm just curious what people thought of Murray tonight because he was I so – He screen. wasn't just good in the first half. He was great. Mm-hmm. You could make the – I think he might have been the best player on the court oh, in the was first great. half. He was absolutely great. And so part of this is it's weird to kind of fault a guy. But I do want to ask this one of you, Dev. He, Jokic gets 23 shots tonight. Murray gets 27 shots tonight. The rest of the starters, they weren't making their shots, but you get six six shots for Millsap, six for Barton, 11 for Gary Harris. Like Denver, and really if you even go to the bench, because they did stagger some of these, nobody else got double-figure shots. The Nugget, Those two guys take over 20, which – even for Jokic, that's a lot. Is that an unhealthy offense? Is it something the Jazz were doing? Or is there maybe something else going on with the Nuggets this year? Well, first off, I think that Jamal Murray just tries to play up against the Utah
0: Jazz. Mm. I think that he takes that matchup very personally against Donovan Mitchell. Um, For starters, also, I think that it's in Malone's... Um, conversations with Jamal like we need you to get going that's the only way that we're going to be able to make a run that's the only way that we're going to be at our best and I think that the other players on the team understand that that the only way we're going to make the playoffs or the only way we're going to do anything is if you're at your best and you're our guy because like we've we've talked about on on various shows if Murray is your top guy like we already know what you're going to get from Jokic you're going to get one of the best players in the entire world your X factor is Jamal Murray when it's he's a, yeah. your top guy. That's the only way that you could get it going. And I think that if you look at the last three games for the Nuggets, they're going through Jamal Murray, and I think that that's purpose, uh, purposeful.
1: Yeah, and that's the thing. Like compare, not that, and this isn't necessarily a fair comparison for Jamal Murray to compare him to Jokic, but it is the difference between a Jokic caliber player and a Murray caliber player is that Jokic's bad quarters are still he does something. He's still involved. Yeah. Like okay, yep. he's not making shots. He's getting beat defensively. And Murray's are like, well, what's you know, what are you getting out of it?
3: And And that was the thing about even this first half is it, it it did feel like non-bubble Murray. Even the good stuff, it's like, well, how sustainable was that Kobe Bryant shot? Like over and over and over again. We know he loves those shots, but to me, what a large part of what comprised the leap in the bubble was he's also defending. Now he's just getting by guys on the dribble. Now he's setting guys up for three. Right? It wasn't just he could hit these fadeaways tonight. It felt a little bit like he had to muster the Murray magic. In in the bubble, the game looked easy for him. Right now, he looks like he's playing underwater to me. Yeah, yeah. Well, I don't know. The first half, he did look like he was playing. Like that—that's the the difficult thing. I mean, it's
2: always the he got some confidence. Like he's a it's he's the the the, conf, the the conversation with Jamal Murray is now and will, forever will be consistency. Like yeah. we know what he can do. We've I seen hope not, he not can forever. Can, he, can <laughs> he do it? He's not doing it tonight. Can he do it tomorrow? Maybe he'll do it. I really like, hope
1: that's not the conversation forever <laughs> because be I don't forever, know. Yeah. I mean, we're back like two years or three years. Away. I mean, he's young. I still give him a little yeah. leeway, but um, but I don't know. Um, Let's talk about Jokic real quick, and then we'll hit a break. But Jokic tonight, 35 points, 14 rebounds, 9 assists, 2 steals, 1 block. Like we said, he plays 40 minutes, shoots 14 of 23, which is great efficiency again. Um, I hate the conversation. I saw Luka tonight had 35 points, 15 rebounds, 15 assists or something like that, and it knocked the, the Mavericks down. To below 500, and I was sitting at home thinking, you know, it'd be funny if Jokic gets bumped tonight. They go above 500, maps go below because Jokic has been off of everybody's MVP ballots this year, and they're like, "Well, the team's not winning." It's like if anybody that watches the games knows <laughs> has like nothing to do with how Jokic <laughs> is
2: playing Dude, right, right can now. You, I, like that should be uh, a sport that we monitor is the moving of the goalpost for what it is. Oh, for, I know. T- it's so, Jokic true. It's be so true. It's Considered a good player in this league. It I was, mean, like it, it, whatever he does, it's like. Uh, yeah, but, yeah,
1: but, like, the team's losing. Like, this on-off uh, stuff
3: is getting, like, LeBron's last year in Cleveland levels. It's ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah. I can't it's, say. It's,
1: it's really rough. But he was, I mean, he's just look so good tonight. It's funny to think numbers, about dude. him and Gobert because Gobert really is. And even in the playoffs, look, they gave him a hard time. Although I still maintain that has much to do with, like, the, the, team, the team being given a hard time. But, like, Jokic tonight, Gobert didn't bother him. You know what, like, if you thought, until I just brought this up, Dev, were you even thinking about the Jokic-Gobert matchup, or was it just like, oh one, yes. one
0: guy is out there just destroying the other guy, just dominating the other guy, who's considered one of the best defenders in That's the entire the thing. world. That's the thing. Like, yeah. really stats. He doesn't look like he's the best defender in the entire world, and a lot of guys are like, hey, I don't want to go against Gobert, especially
1: the big guys. He just, yeah. like Look he, at
2: these stats he, he put up against Gobert. 35, 35.
0: points, 9
2: assists, 14 rebounds. By, by
1: the way, that 9 assists should have been 20. Yeah, it really
0: should
2: have it been should 20 have been
1: assists 20, tonight.
0: And that's not even exaggerating. Like the Nuggets players are missing layups, they're missing open shots, they're just not shooting the ball. Like so there was maybe. a lot of things going on <laughs> that honestly
1: should have been 20 assists. Like, no exaggeration. <laughs> <So> <laughs> stupid. Is there any part of this? Are we overlooking this a little bit with Yoke? I mean, is there anything that we can nitpick here and be like you
3: need no, to do was better? Like the, there were some poor turnovers and he missed some shots late, but he's hit so many shots late. Like, what yeah. am I gonna do? It? I <laughs> you know, I'd still like to see him get a hit haircut
0: <laughs> yeah, i mean I, I don't i
3: like it really yeah i, think,
0: I mean he's playing, he's playing the best basketball he's ever played without a haircut so yeah maybe so, so imagine
2: what happens he, when he cuts he his
0: also hair. didn't imagine even, then i don't Dev. think he got a haircut for his his wedding so i don't think he's getting a haircut for the league that's, like, a, good for, for you, that's a good point for you um he might. but i mean the foul the fouls are still there there's still like v- very bad fouls yeah. that he's just doing for no reason at times um, he, and he puts them together in small spurts. That's why it, they stand out so much. Mm. Um, because when one comes, two more are coming right after it. And now yeah. you're in foul trouble.
3: Yeah. Man, he was good defensively, too, tonight. I know. I thought he really was. Yeah, I'm, like, yeah.
2: searching my brain for a single complaint I have about Nicole Jokic. I think I I wish that he would call me more. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's my main complaint. I, I, do,
1: I do hate – and, look, part of why he's playing so well is i think he knows the team needs it from him and so i it's it's On one hand, you say, like, are the Nuggets wasted? And this is early. Nothing's wasted. The Nuggets could rally off four wins in a row and be right where we expected them to be. But I do hate seeing him put up the numbers that he is, play at the level he is, play with the confidence and swagger and control that he is, and the Nuggets
3: be below 500. That just kills me. It kills me. But this speaks to Yoke's philosophy more than anything. Like, he doesn't want this. He wants to play the game the right way. He wants to be at 12, 12, and 12, and for everyone to be a plus eight. Like. You know what I mean? Like this. This almost speaks to his philosophy on basketball.
1: Well, let's hit a break. On the other side of this break, though, guys, we there the elephant in the room, and it's not even. I mean, we've kind of mentioned it a little bit, but the other three guys starting alongside Murray and Jokic it's consistently. Unreliable offensively right now, consistently
2: inconsistent,
1: consistently un- just I'm not even inconsistent. They're pretty consistently oh. not great right now, especially in Barton you and Han. You got to kind of so if, if somebody shows you who they are, you got to believe them. Yeah, that's so
3: true. So we're going to talk
1: about that here on the other side. But first, all oh, right,
3: yeah, Gosh. you ready? Oh wow, man. And I, I had. I feel like Jokic right. <laughs>
1: I know, and I feel like Jokic right now dropping the ball off for, for Monte Morris, who, just, you know, smokes That's the lid. He's oh, going to
3: smoke it. Oh, Monte doesn't deserve that, but he did. He well. doesn't deserve All right, guys, Breck and Rich Brewery. Like you're like, I deserve I that. I deserve but that. Leave Monte, Monte alone. Uh, let's talk about Breck and Rich Brewery, the official beer of DNVR. Breck has some dope giveaways for you. They've teamed up with your Colorado Avalanche to deliver beer via a Zamboni before the AFS games the last week of January. You did hear that correctly. Here's what you got to do to enter. If you live in Denver, head to breckbrew.com slash Zamboni Delivery Sweepstakes or breckbrew.com, then click the Zamboni link and you sign up. That's it. That easy. Must be 21 to enter. Live in Denver and winners will be picked via lottery. The last day to enter is the 28th, so get in while the getting's good. Five deliveries will happen on the 30th and five on the 31st. Prize pack also includes the dope avalanche LED light that is perfect Ooh. for your man or woman cave. Yeah. It's 2021, baby. Uh, Breckenridge Brewery, the official beer of DNVR.
2: Does it say, like, are they uh, like sprinkling Breck Brew? Back behind the zamboni, the same way they do with water when they're making ice. Or
3: uh, I don't know. Okay, <laughs> uh, I'm struggling though. I just, yeah, this uh, is uh, <laughs> this is
2: actually uh, this
3: is actually awesome. I'm just nope. watching Brendan flounder.
2: Look at, him, to, look at no, him no, Look
3: at him. Look at his sweat. Look at I haven't done this read yet, oh. guys. Hassle Cattle Company equals wagyu. hassle-free meat. You haven't done this one for life. Wagyu. That's right. We bought you got uh, damn good beer. Now we're delivering to you damn good beef. Hassle Cattle Company is the absolute best source for farm-to-table wagyu beef in the country. Hassle Cattle Company is a fourth generation cattle farm out of Texas. They'll ship all over the beautiful U.S. of A. and straight to your door. They call uh, their beef the blue collar wagyu. Why? Because it's the best damn wagyu that, that uh, every man or woman can afford. Okay. And that's the key word, guys. You can afford it. Hassle Cattle Company offers wagyu smoked sausage, New York Street, beef bacon, wagyu frank without any fillers, two jerky flavors, original sweet and spicy. Plus their hamburger won Food Network's Northeast Burger Jam. And not only do we love their beef, the country loves their beef. These guys take their registered bulls and breed them with Angus cows, giving you that very high prime product that is grown with zero antibiotics and hormones. Uh, so head to hasslecompany.com and use promo code DNVR10 for. This is a mouthful. <laughs> DNVR10 for 10% off your order. That's <laughs> DNVR10 for 10% off. I miss Harrison. Wynn so much. Holy smokes!
0: Yeah. <laughs> Yo, I don't know if you
2: saw. Like, I put. I got myself a ribeye, a leggy ribeye. We saw. I put that mofo on. Tell us uh, how you did it. Put it on the cast iron grill. Yeah. Cast iron, you turned up to full temperature. Let it heat up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Drop that steak on there. Only <laughs> all you put on there, sea salt, pepper. Coarse ground.
1: Oh, yeah, I love coarse, coarse ground. ground, yeah. Put it on the side. It's my style. Four minutes. Do you do this for minutes put it on there? The like little yeah, yeah, like- yeah I salt bait <laughs> it. I salt bait it.
2: Four minutes, four minutes. The way that the f- fat renders, it essentially makes a, a hard fried crust on either side. It was... Sounds
1: Decadent great. It really does, it sound, does sound great, great. It yeah. was
2: It was offensively delicious I Offensively Yeah yeah Holly uh, who, uh, doesn't like beef And she kept asking me for pieces And I and At a certain point At a, certain point, I, at a certain point I told her to fuck right off <laughs> Shout sense. out to <laughs> the sponsors That's what I would do <laughs> Not part of the uh, ad <laughs> Not part of the ad Question Does the fire alarm go off When you cook a steak like
1: that
2: No no And somebody's asking me No butter No And I'll tell you why Because <laughs> the fat renders Out of the meat itself You don't it's need that butter away. It's the marble.
1: No, but it didn't smell. It was beautiful. And, and I have heard about this steak no fewer than 20 times from Eric. And, and, and you know what? I don't I even heard,
0: mind. Don't even know, mind. I That's heard true. it 10 times, and I got mad
1: on the third time. So seven more times, and then I had to see it live. I don't
2: know. Hey, fuck you guys.
1: All <laughs> right. So another main story here tonight. I mean, and uh, again, we're, we're covering some old tracks here. But Will Barton goes one of six tonight. Um, it, small silver lining here. Six shots, not very many. When you don't have it going, one of the best things you can do is not shoot it, yep. keep shooting, so there, at least there's that. Paul Millsap, 2 of 6 tonight in 21 minutes. Gary Harris, 2 of 11, including 2 of 7. He did have a big, I would call it a clutch 3, although he had like four chances, but he hit one. <laughs> but, um, you know, those three guys t- this season, I mean, Millsap just clearly doesn't have it anymore offensively and even def- Like There's th- there's a reason he's only playing about 20, 22 right, minutes right. a game. But Barton and Harris, to me, just an other huge X factors. We talked about Murray and his inconsistency. Maybe it's unrealistic. I'm not sure what caliber player Murray is. I still am not. I know in the bubble he was Michael Jordan. I no clue, yeah. You know, but, I, I, but I don't know if it's realistic to expect four great quarters of him every single night. But I do think if you got two or three out of him, okay, he's still a really good player. He's still like a top 35 player, 40 player. And then you get just one quarter from a Barton or a Harris just a little bit offensively. But I feel like that might be... I don't want to say I've given up hope because I do think both of those guys have things that they're dealing with. Gary Harris, a little bit of men- mental um, confidence with Barton, I think, physical. But nonetheless, don't have really any faith in him. Do you, Do you, uh, D-Line? <sighs> Here's the thing. Like, Gary looked great.
2: Then Gary went out for personal reasons. Can't fault him. We don't know what those personal reasons are. They're personal. Comes back. For real, though, yeah. He missed two games. missed, And then he just went right back to... He lost all of it. The emo- like all of the. He did inertia. have, we he thought, a little, a little rhythm. A little rhythm yeah. Yeah. No, I thought like he had like turned a corner, and then he turned a corner and made a U-turn, went right back to it. All right.
1: <laughs> well, we were joking tonight. I mean, it happens in real time, and I imagine Nuggets fans who are watching this, you know, everybody watching this show right now, is doing the same thing. When the ball kicks out to Gary Harris in the corner and he's wide open, there's a party that's just like. You don't even have, you're not like off the edge of your seat. You're just kind of like, well, we'll see what happens you just here. Sink back. <laughs> you just back kind of around. sink back, and and, and it's unfortunate.
3: Um, what do you think? Vote. Yeah, I mean, I've I've never even after those games, I wasn't really holding my breath for a full on Gary Harris return. Um, for this reason, I mean, it just seems like it's such a confidence rhythm thing, and those things fluctuate when you're not like Gary's role isn't particularly defined, right? And I don't know, he's he's just not going to be that guy every night. So, I mean, that three game stretch was wonderful, but I I don't. Like if we're doing this stock thing, it, it's wait and see or sell forever. Dev,
1: before I go to you though, here's the thing that gets lost in Gary Harris a lot, and I don't want to lose it. He didn't shoot the ball well tonight. Donovan Mitchell though, who is the engine for them uh, on on Utah side, eighteen points, seven assists, seven of twenty shooting, and a lot of that was late when Gary Harris got in foul trouble, had to go out. But eighteen points, that's not a good game from Donovan Mitchell. It's a good point, Adam.
3: And, it's and, not.
0: Yeah. Um, it's not a great game, and uh. You know, this This was a game that, that I felt, like, good about. I'm like, re- reinforcements are on the way. Gary is back. you right. back, baby. And then I watched
1: the game, and i thought, <laughs> damn it. <laughs> <laughs> Gary should have waited. should have waited. They Aww. were in a rhythm. Why did Gary come yeah. back? You know, that's what Aww. I was
0: thinking the entire time. Like, I mean, Ugh. yes, Gary is himself defensively, but, I mean, at the same time, other guys got off. It wasn't like it was just like, I mean, Donovan Mitchell just, went to jordan clarkson and let him do his thing and then bogdan went and did his right. thing so it was you didn't need donovan mitchell when everybody else is doing getting whatever they want uh, offensively um so i can't just give them all the credit for that it was not a good game by will barton it was not a good game by gary harris and they shot so badly <laughs> that it made Jokic and jamal murray have to take so many shots like there hmm. was nothing else for there, like for there to be like Will Barton goes sixteen percent tonight, Gary Harris goes eighteen percent tonight. Those are two starters. And it's and it's the Utah Jazz defense. It's not that like they're great defenders. This is not the old Utah Jazz team. Right. This is a game that they should have been up for. They they had open looks, plenty of open looks. They're just not making anything. Yeah. Yeah.
2: I was positive we were gonna win this game coming at the You're positive. Like, uh, after the half, like they were up, things were trending in the right direction. I foolishly forgot that the third quarter is
3: something that comes right after half which I didn't really take into consideration and then everything fell apart. I mean, weighing these things is the ultimate question, right? Like we can't we can't go possession by possession and figure out does it matter more that Gary played some good defense tonight or couldn't hit a shot. Right. It's really we know where Malone's head is at with this. Looking right? for a complete player if possible, yeah. Mm-hmm. And Millsap, I think
1: the tough thing about him is I just I, I don't know that it's realistic to expect more than what you kind of no. get from him and and that's the thing. He's not finding himself open at the three-point line as much anymore, and Denver keeps kind of feeding him in these like ISO situations, and you know, I, I don't expect that to continue. But here's a game I want to play, Kel and you can pull up the graphic. A little thing I like to call the circle of trust. Uh, okay, the circle uh, of trust. Once you're in, you're in. Look but at uh, look at the circle of trust here. <laughs> because the Nuggets right now, we've talked about this as one of the things, a trust problem. A trust problem, and I want to okay. go through real quick and find out who, for our, our opinions right now, belongs inside the circle of trust. We're going to start at the top. Nikola Jokic.
3: Yeah, he's in. Yeah.
1: He might. to go you,
3: quickly oh, here. He might he, be the
1: circle. Yeah. Don't yeah. wait for an answer. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> okay. So it's yo, his trust circle. It is yeah. his trust. It really is <laughs> his, <laughs> his <laughs> trust circle. Yeah. All right, so he's in the circle of trust. Jamal Murray is not in the circle of trust. He's not. Oh. All no, oh, right, Dev, give us, give us, give us the lowdown. There is no lowdown. Did you have you been seeing
0: him play? (laughs) I'm with you, man. He really he's just not there right now. Like as I mean, he's he's the second best player in the Nuggets, and it's it's not really close. But he's not there, and that's the issue right now.
2: I feel he's got one foot in, one foot out of that circle. He's just hopping back and forth, which I think that makes him out. (laughs) <laughs> yeah.
1: It does seem like it's a binary thing. You're either in the circle or you're not in the circle. I you know what? He's in the circle to me. Like I do trust him. I, I he's know, just disappointing yeah. me. <laughs> you know? That's how I would put yeah. it is like I do trust him, but it's like a trust fall, he dropped me.
3: I know. You know what I mean. I the feel back like of my you should Google hurts. the word trust here. <laughs> no, I do. I know trust that you him. want to trust him. No, I'm
0: saying I trusted him <laughs> also, enough. Also, if you, you in a trust like, circle, I don't trust you anymore. Anyway. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like you're like, don't I get I put me put my wrong. arms together, and fall back, and I hit the ground. <laughs> you are no longer
2: me. You're like, me don't anymore. get me <laughs> wrong. I have trust in him. I just don't have faith he'll do what he needs to do <laughs> when he
3: needs to. make me bet right now. Like, will Murray look good in the playoffs if the games matter? I think it's yes, but we cannot ignore the fact that. All these years into his career, the bubble is the outlier. And the other games, this is an inconsistent player. So I have a hard time ascribing the word trust to an inconsistent guy. This might be a
1: really lonely circle of trust if we're already, if guys are already out. All right, Paul Millsap, circle of trust. Out. I trust him from three.
2: I trust him. I mean, I just don't trust him to play a lot. But like when he's in, I don't, I'm not like worried about, I I know we're going to get some point production out of him. Mm. It's not, he's not going to do, be the reason that things go awry. All right. You kind of talked me into what do you think dev
0: i I think he's trusted for one half it's just like i'm here 15 minutes yeah i'm here i'm gonna give you guys everything i have for one half
1: see here's how i would interpret this i don't trust him to elevate denver's defense the way i have for the last four seasons three seasons you specifically
2: not trust him though
1: no i just don't think he can he's capable like he has done a job for the nuggets above all other jobs and that was elevate them to this like protect the backside and do the stuff and now i'm just like Sometimes he will, sometimes he won't. He just doesn't have it anymore. The offensive stuff I don't care about, because I think for two seasons now that's been the case with him, where it's like, hey, he's a three-point shooter, and maybe every now and then he gets, like, a nice move. Like, tonight he had that night he cooked. Who was it that he cooked in the post tonight? Royce O'Neal, I think. Yeah. Like, every now and then he has one of those, but I don't trust that. It just happens sometimes. The defense is the thing that he's out there for, and I'm like, sometimes. And it used to matter when he was, like, worth $30 million
0: a year and things like that. Like, now he's not worth that, so... You're getting what you pay for. Right, the opportunity like cost he, here. Is if like, you pay him more, yeah. he probably will try a little bit harder. You're paying him, and he's doing exactly what he's supposed to do. He doesn't even get to the free-throw line anymore. Like,
3: right.
0: He's just there. He's like,
3: I'm here to this get one so I don't get fined.
1: This one's going to be tough, and it might break oh, the boy. comment section. Uh, oh. Will Barton.
3: Oh, boy, he's out for me right now. He's out the circle, and I, I'm the Will Barton guy. But what I won't do is pretend he's playing well right now. <laughs> he's yeah. Not. And defensively, and I still think like. I still think it's fair to go, maybe he's not back in shape or not healthy, but he's still out there on the court, so right, we've got to critique right. the performance. Defensively, he's been even worse, I think. You know, we, we think about the missed layups, but I, I do not trust Will Barton right now, and I used to. Comment section
1: definitively out on that. Well, that's a shocker. That's <laughs> why they're going to break it. Yeah, I uh, could have bet.
3: Will Barton, money, is he in
2: huh? the circle of trust for you? I mean, circle of tr- trust, right? Who are these, these, these people you trust? Like, would I would I trust Will Barton... To manage my finances? No. <laughs> Would I trust Will Barton to drop <laughs> to, uh, to d- drop a dope line, a, uh, uh, w- to drop some bars? Absolutely. On a basketball court? Absolutely not. Exactly. He's <laughs> out. <Wow. laughs> One important addition to the circle
3: of trust.
1: Is okay. Deb is, in. That that is oh, in. the circle of trust. Wow. i in the circle of
0: trust. First well, let's off. Say, no, 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 no. no, no, no let's <laughs> not, not go too far. We have to qualify. <laughs> With that, I'm in the circle, oh. and I am talking to the to Jokic because he's the only one that's in the <laughs> circle right
1: now and we're
0: we're whispering to the outside Wait, we're to out of, Jokic. What's up? no you guys are not in the circle <laughs> what's up man what's i'm I, I'm, cool Yol- I'm whispering to you to will barton who is not in
3: the circle uh,
0: but he's uh, telling us things that's happening in the outside world so me and Jokic only not you wow. guys are in the circle Damn. talking about things with will Barton who's out of the circle
3: I just sorry two comments back-to-back Barton has been one of the best clutch defenders in the <laughs> league Barton is the biggest garbage in the league back-to-back wow. Just yeah. 10 but seconds after each the fan other fan experience it, it, is it, really makes sense, yeah. it makes sense yeah. though It That
1: is him <laughs> that, they probably yeah. saw
0: like two different plays
1: <laughs> back it's, it's back.
3: Actually,
1: <laughs> Was it the same person that said yeah. that twice? <laughs> yeah. that's it? Um, all right, well then if Barton's out Gary Harris, I assume is he out of the circle of trust? Oh man I'm starting with you, Dev. Everybody knows I love Uh, Gary Harris. (laughs) (laughs) He shouldn't be by a circle. (laughs) You've got to go find some leather circle. He's like, (laughs) he's not in our circle. He's not. He's too close to the circle. You're like, actually, you're not only out.
3: You're too close. Good rule of thumb: if when your shooting guard shoots a three, and you close your eyes and cross Uh, your fingers, yeah, he doesn't need to be in the circle. He's not a shooting
0: guard, first of all, but he's not in the circle.
1: Man, this, uh, this is a real bummer. We're I'm glad there. that he's back. All right. Well, Fun all right. Segment, so all right, we're all out so far. Jermichael Green. Ooh, hey, we Hold on. Hold on. Jermichael Green. In the circle. He's in the circle. All right. He's, he's in, in our circle. circle. He's a lesser. Hey, two of record. eight tonight. Two of eight. Five points.
2: Six rebounds. Minus four. But I've hmm. always said this. I want Jermichael Green to be in my circle of trust for my, the rest of my life. <laughs> well done <laughs> So <laughs> he in the circle for you? Yeah, he's in my circle all right, in mean, He circle. had a bad game Everybody's right. okay That's, That's his true. first
0: bad game also uh, yeah. It's a bad game
2: Is that a Hartenstein? I mean I, fa- I trust him to foul <laughs> <laughs> I, think he, I think he fouled the
3: circle He was too uh, close He might hurt the circle He didn't have circle. any fouls
1: tonight He didn't have any fouls tonight <laughs> yeah, he was, he was only, only three
3: minutes oh, But that, no. All that said I am very much in wait and see mode On yeah, Hartenstein, yeah. Hartenstein? Yeah. But you don't trust him Yeah, he's
1: You'll give him a chance But you don't trust him He
3: is not in us Like
0: Tyson Chandler somewhere, right? Oh, he has to be Oh, wow.
1: Tyson Chandler. <laughs> oh, <dude>. so, <laughs> How's all the right. Nuggets this one's going to lose us a bunch of uh, maybe 3 400 followers. Uh Compazzo. No uh, comment. No yeah.
2: comment.
3: <laughs> Catch and shoot from the corner?
1: Yeah, the he did. He does knock that one down uh, one of
3: one. The uh, but probably not in the circle he had yet. five thousand 11 minutes. Today. Yeah. We want Composo to be in our circle. We're trying, man. He's
0: not there yet, but he wants to be in our circle, and we want him to be in our circle. I know. This was a bad game, and he's at two of them in a row.
2: (sighs) Yeah, Composo. it's like we've yet. made like a little trail of Reese's Pieces leading right into our circle. Tea, huh? He's just E.T., huh? He's one after the next. He hasn't quite made it in just yet. He's I feel like this is <laughs> offensive, but
1: I, I, don't,
0: I don't
2: know. Oh, really?
3: <laughs> I'm sure the internet will let us know. I'm sure the internet <laughs> <I'm sure laughs> will no, I thought offensive. it was adorable. It was not, <laughs> <laughs> Composo just <laughs> likes
1: to eat. That's like, all I'm
0: saying.
2: Like, like E.T. He likes Reese's Pieces.
1: You said E.T. No, but seriously about Composo here, I don't not that my trust matters but I don't trust him like when he comes onto the court I am concerned and sometimes he is great like he has had really good games he has turned games but when he comes onto my court under the court my default position is I hope they don't blow it and tonight they blew it like t- tonight was one of those nights where it's it's just it's There's no way to polish this thing He was on the court for 11 minutes They got kind of blown out in those 11 minutes And
0: in those 11 minutes Michael Conley actually attacked him Like saw him out He really went after him and attacked him And I think that that hasn't been talked about a lot Because that's when they went on their big run Mike Conley noticed that this guy was on there And he did everything in his power To go after him They set screens on him They went after him Like they went downhill and went after him We getting some flame Are we 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 getting flame there,
1: there? Kale? Is this what's happening?
0: Yeah, Greg. Really.
2: Greg right. I mean, there's no reason he's out. It's right? so true. I got kind of- it. Yeah, give, give me one reason why you don't trust Greg Whittington. Because we and don't know if he exists. <laughs> the re- Well, and you can't use just because we don't know that he exists. That's, That's not nice. a good reason. <laughs> That's not a good reason to not How trust sweet. somebody. D-line made this-
1: <laughs> yeah. All right. All right. The, all cir-
3: right. Okay. The, t- the circle is just more Greg Whittington shaped. By the way, <laughs> some, some people saying Faku played poorly, but you wouldn't blame that loss on him. I mean, I agree. Like, Monte wasn't very good tonight, and he's been awesome this season. So, it's Monte probably had a some big effect. shots, man. He had some tough shots. Oh, for <laughs> sure. For sure. I mean, look, I'm I'm a huge Monte guy. I'm just saying, like, 12 <laughs> and 4 from Monte is getting closer to the baseline, yeah. and he didn't have it tonight. And I think there's a domino effect for that second unit.
1: Um, well, let's go to Monte. I'll go first. He's in my circle of oh, trust. Him, I, I trust him a ton.
3: Absolutely in a circle. Yeah, yeah. I would yeah. call him with, like, he doesn't know me, and I would still call him for a personal favor and trust that he comes yeah.
2: through. Well, yo, what is the line we literally came up with? In Monte, we trust. In that's, Monte that's a great point. And true. you know what?
3: In, the, in hindsight, is it shocking that the guy who literally set the mark for best assist-to-turnover ratio ever in college basketball is trustworthy? Probably no, not.
1: Not at all. Not at all. And then uh, lastly, P.J.
3: Dozier. This one's a tough one. This one's a tough one. This I think is a a great way to frame the Dozier thing, because am I still in on PJ Dozier? Yes. Do I trust PJ Dozier? No. I thought he was good tonight, and, and he was good in ways that are important
1: to me. The number I think PJ Dozier is a great player. I think defensively, when he's on, the Nuggets have the best defensive rating of anybody on the team. He does so many things. My one thing, and I talk about all the time, does he play within himself? And I thought tonight he, he did, did more than anyone else. Although, let it be known. There's little plays that I just feel like turn games. They oh, turn them right. in exactly. both ways. And there's like exactly. f- there's like 10 oh, of them yeah. per game that happened. And one of them was him taking that three from the corner in transition when he wasn't even necessarily that open. And that's not necessarily a green light I want him to have. Maybe the Nuggets are okay with it. You know, and, what I mean. and it was a play that stuck in my head because yeah, there was like five minutes left where I'm like... You can't just th- punt You know who would have been like really restart. dope
2: In that slot In that exact space It would be uh, Michael
1: Porter Jr. Shooting that <laughs> Well hold on. that three Hold that thought um, PJ Dozier though Is he in the circle of trust for you?
2: I trust him I do trust him Because I um, He makes mistakes I mean it's like I don't. Uh, this is difficult to word here because I have trusted him, but I I do also trust that he won't always make the right choice. <laughs> but I do. I trust in you. You. Admission.
1: So you don't trust him. I but do you will that. live <laughs> with him playing. That's what you're trying to say here. Because that's I my guess point. So. Like that's I, exactly I, yes. it. I, I don't I trust feel. him to do what I think yeah. makes him great. But, but, but I, I want him. Out but there. There. he does enough that he's good
2: enough to yeah. play. Yeah. It's a, it. It's a very difficult little position I've taken on this, but it's.
0: (laughs)
1: Uh,
0: What about you, Dev? We did not talk about P.J. Dozier last game, and I think that he was amazing last game. It was the first time we saw extra passes. It was the first time that he stepped into his role and didn't take unnecessary shots. This game, again, I think that he played really well. Me too. He didn't do anything, and then that shot came. And then it was like, okay, these are the things that we don't like him. He's clearly in Malone's trust circle because he played right. 27 minutes tonight. Right. And that was with getting Gary Harris back. So he, he clearly trusts him, but he didn't play great tonight. Mm-hmm. So I've always said it just – you can't play him long spurts. That that makes it hard. He's great if you're if you're a backup, but you can't
3: play him. Mm. Long. It might be worth it too to play him through this, right? And he learns these lessons. Maybe he does. And if you're looking for, you know, all the people that are like, ah, I really miss Torrey Craig right now. I think what you really want is PJ Dozier to work out because then he's your Craig that can actually put the ball on the floor and shoot a loop.
1: I do like him. I think more than Craig. I, mean, yeah, I really definitely. like PJ yeah, Dozier, but,
3: but
0: Craig. Played 15, 20 minutes. Yeah, yeah, Good point. Yeah. 15, Good point, like if you put Dozier for 15 minutes of him just knowing his role, I think he looks great. Mm, when he's go. playing 27 minutes, you get to see the flaws.
2: I was, I was so sure we were going to win this game, man. I just had, man. Ugh. Yeah. I did win all my bets tonight, though. Do we
1: Good care about that? Okay. Michael Porter Jr. In Th- that's what, uh, that was the last one. I was going to end with him. So, Michael Porter, we'll get to it. He's been out for so long. I think this is an easy qu- answer. But I'll, I want to hear if you guys think it's easy. Oh, what a, what a tease. You go
0: to me first after saying after that, the, I the answer. I know. There and is a right answer. Say the wrong answer, was like, hmm, yeah. yeah. you there. I don't trust Michael Porter Jr. right now. Who? Because he hasn't given us a reason right now. He's, he's out for so many games a year. I mean, he's only been here for sure. two years. But still, there's just don't so many. One year, he was he out missed his for the whole year. season. Yeah, uh-huh. He's just not available. So <laughs> if you can't he was trust a guy that, like, he has so many issues once he is playing. Yes, he can score, but he's not defending. He's not passing. Oh, yeah. He's not, you know, like he's not making other people better. He's not available. Oh, he's boy.
3: not in my circle ability of trust. Ability is, right the, best of, er, is he, the best. Availability is the best. He ability. is so far in my circle of trust.
1: Oh. I know wow. this is a hot take. We're tr- all just defining
3: this differently. Really yeah, that's what all it comes is. down to. It's dumb, is, it's but is, it's I, I, like it. I like the internet discussion. Yeah, yeah. 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 It's good show <laughs> stuff. Um, I trust t- him to give you like twenty and ten and shoot forty percent from three, dude. I really do. I know there's the defense stuff. I know that. What? I trust that he's really freaking good. And I think if he's been out there the last few games, I think the Nuggets win some of them. Oh, Easy to say right now. Yo, he's in my circle.
2: I put him in my in my fave or my five fave five or whatever. Would what you hit? No, wow.
3: <laughs> put <laughs> him on. Though.
2: I'll put him on speed dial. Speed dial. Uh, yeah, I, I trust Michael Porter Jr. because. Um, I do think that he has what it takes when the light is are the brightest. Um, I do think we'll see some more yeah, Mike moments out of him, like when we need them. I do think he'll make egregious defensive errors forever, his whole career. But I don't, you know, I think that there are players that you live with that with because he ends up in an aggregate in an aggregate to be a positive.
1: Yeah. So. people in the comments already think I'm a Michael Porter hater despite the I fact know, that uh, I've called him art- it's, it's so not true it's like, so as not your true friend, but whatever I'll just leave the timeline was you were accused of being a
2: Michael Porter Jr. hater you were like alright fine I'm gonna drop my definitive oh, so Michael true. Porter Jr. Oh, defense God. pod and then he's he been hasn't out every game so he's since. never played <laughs> since it really is true I
1: gave such a impassioned thing but I'm gonna say and again this is where we're talking about it's an internet <laughs> conversation because I'm gonna say he's out of my circle what? of trust but then reiterate everything that Vote said I like we agree just we're disagreeing i guess on the way this game works because that's the thing about him he's an incredible superstar in the making but the problem with him is you can't trust him like that that that, to me that's what it is you can't trust him to defend and you can't trust him to like understand where the rhythm of the offense finds him and where he belongs into it so to me talking about trust that's, that is the question with him. It's not the talent. But it's not you, the skill. It's do you know not what the my upside. counter
3: argument is, though? What's that? Conveniently ignoring everything you just said. Yeah, right? Leaning to like, 30. Oh, I 10. know. Like you kind of have yeah, to. Like, yeah, Mike. Yeah.
0: Yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah.
1: That's where I'm at
3: <laughs> it, it does feel like the Nuggets are...
1: <laughs> oh, oh, oh no yeah. we should hit a break oh, but michael tower. porter man like um, I, watching this nuggets team without him it really is like just think i mean they freaking need him and they're gonna have to like maybe take this like dangerously terrifying dip to like get in there because they're below 500 now and it might and they're getting ready to go on the road after they have one more cup no, I, mean, I say cupcake every team's good but oklahoma city they should win they should get that one then you go on a really freaking tough road trip man uh, one of the longest, if I think the longest of the schedule, and you know things might get worse before they get better, but you might just have to like, you know, just get through it, man. You might just have to get through it, weather that storm and come this, out th- this whole season is going to be the quest for five hundred. The whole. Oh, I can't wait! Yeah, the whole it. the whole thing. But all right, let's take a break. On the other side, though, we do have we do have to, a, a nice, fun conversation. I have. I'm excited for the conversation.
3: Finally, no. MSU Denver online. Now is the time to apply and register for classes. Spring semester starts January 19th. If you use code DNVR Sports, you do not have to pay an application fee. That's right. When applying, uh, ask for the application fee. Drop the code DNVR Sports in there. It'll be completely free. Uh, Time and time again, the one thing you can count on that will protect you, you know, against just an ever-changing environment, work environment, is having a degree, having a flexible work background um you can have it both ways make money and work while you're earning your degree Uh, msu students can tell you all about it they work double the hours while taking classes um msu denver online puts a dynamic education at your fingertips without forcing you to decide that's never been more important guys life doesn't have to go on hold we know the world is still turning no matter how weird it is so don't put your education on the back burner check out msu denver online you don't even have to pay for that application fee talk about Strava craft coffee it's my favorite read uh, sorry to the other sponsors they probably hate when I say that but <laughs> it's, almost, it's almost like you shouldn't say yeah it. <laughs> it's almost like Lindsay's gonna text me in a few minutes uh, but I do love this CBD infused Strava craft coffee what does it mean it's non-euphoric but you might still notice some of these CBD effects euphoric. That's it could be euphoric yeah non I'm like, oh,
1: this is euphoric. That's uh, exactly how I describe it.
3: All right, look. Anyway, it's not going to get you stoned like that THC, but there are some effects. I mean, I've noticed it's really curbed my anxiety. It's really helped me with some joint pain. And what, Eric? IBS. Honk. Oh, that's right. Honk. Most importantly, it'll have you honking like a goose. <laughs> check out, uh, check out StravaCraft Coffee now. You can save 20% off a one-time order using code DNVR20, or every single order when you sign up using their subscription service. Choose your flavor, the dosage, when you get it. Every two, four, six, eight weeks. Check out StravaCraft Coffee. It's the best way to get your CBD.
1: Um, So I I got a comment on Twitter for a jazz fan that uh, I I like. He says, "Y'all, first of all, he starts with y'all. Y'all need to give some respect. Jazz fans know Jokic is better than Rudy. Good, (laughs) good. But Rudy is really good. Two exclamation points. Rudy's defense isn't about one on one. His he his defends the whole team. Think about the Murray. Think Murray block. And then he says, Rudy plus eight, Jokic plus six. Let me say something." I always say Rudy Gobert is extremely impactful. I in no way have to respect it more like it. I actually actively dislike Rudy Gobert. Everybody knows that, watches the show. Do I think he's good and impactful? Absolutely. Supremely impactful. Yeah, but what it really comes down to is who cares? Who cares? I don't like the fact that he can't dribble shoot. Chew gum, yeah. like do any of these things. He just is very impactful, despite that. No, All that i don't said, like that not like your guy, of course. Like your guy, of we course. We just don't like your guy. <laughs> don't, don't expect me and to. And also, know
2: for a fact. And my res- that If your guy was our guy, you would say about him what we say about him
1: when he's your guy. <laughs> That's a good point, Eric. Because he sucks <laughs> in I, a lot of ways. So I was.
0: We are <laughs> talking <that> about headache.
1: <laughs> we were talking before the game where I was like, he's really good at things that I just think are kind of annoying, like screen assist He's actually really good at them. Amazing. They're really impactful. Yeah. It's he just who is. gives a shit. Do you guys David
2: remember that, uh, you. that time in the game when uh, Rudy Gobert airballed a free throw so <laughs> badly
1: that I don't think it hit the net? And yet he's really impactful, and that sucks. It's like a cognitive dissonance. I wish it wasn't impactful, but it is. It is, it is impactful. <laughs> like, um, but anyway... <laughs> moving on like, like Neil shouts to Neil like your guy man I mean honestly like That's we're true. just we're, we're, we're joking also, here, I hope you that, like uh, your guy I, I don't, I'm just I'm just teasing also
2: enjoy that uh, incredibly in, uh, like insulting uh, Accent that Adam gave your. Yeah. I just love y'all. Hi yeah, y'all, like. <laughs>
1: hey, y'all, y'all like it? <laughs> the funny thing is, like Utah, and Colorado, same accent, place. Same, same place, same place. Same really <laughs> but y'all they like suck. Basketball. <laughs> I actually like the people from Utah too. They're yeah, like really too. nice. The Jazz Super fans have been pretty good to me. Nice.
3: Very respectful.
1: Um, all right. Uh, one thing I, I did want to say in the last segment that Go I forgot, but as, 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 as somewhere where you were talking about. Um, you know the effects of of Strava it made me re- remind me of this for some reason and that is that one of the things we've talked about with building around Jokic how to build around him was give him what would he look like with elite 3 point shooters or you'd like it to be and but maybe it'd be or what would he look like with elite defenders they kind of have neither right now <laughs> it's just like And it's kind of wild because we've talked about this, like that Nugget starting lineup is one of the going into tonight was the single best five man offensive lineup in all of the NBA. And you think about it, like how they got three dudes that none of us have inside the circle of trust offensively. And it makes you wonder, like, at that point, if you can get three guys that we all consider to be below average offensively, if you can get three of those guys, but they happen to be elite defenders, can they still be the number one offensive five man lineup? More than ever, I'm starting to think the answer is yes. I'm starting to wonder if you just gave Jokic and Murray three of your best defenders you could possibly imagine. Doesn't matter how flawed they are: Draymond Green, Robert Covington, and Greg yeah, Weddington, Greg Weddington, Torrey Craig, and, and be like, you know what? Let's offense. just yeah, we're still an incredible offense. Yeah, I don't know. True. So I just wanted to get Torrey that. Craig right. well, especially like I mean, but
2: consider again the the grand, beautiful vision that we may or may not ever see, which is Jokic. MPJ and Murray all cooking yeah. offensively. And then you have like two stout defenders somehow
1: And that you just don't, you have two R- Roberson's right. Where it's like, we don't even care. Yeah. Like if you don't shoot this, whatever, we'll make this. Yeah. Work. Like
2: we're actually going to dock you money. If you shoot the ball,
0: <laughs> you know, what? actually would kind of be funny and it would fit the three pointers and defense. Like if you swapped Rudy Gobert and Jokic, if you put Jokic on the jazz, they would have shooting and they would have a little bit of defense. Right. That would be yeah. insane. Yeah. Would
3: be, I know, I try not to think about that. Though, <laughs> that would
0: be insane.
1: Niang is a guy I love. Man, we were talking about this before. He's like the the best wancho. The brightest timeline <laughs> the wancho. Brightest timeline wancho, wancho. He's Sandler like movie. just not every, every time he's open, I just it's the opposite of Gary, where I'm just like, Oh, that's definitely in. Bucket. And he's always
3: in the right spot. Like I'm a big but fan you of you him. You know, what you're just saying, it does have me thinking. I remember when it was like, well, Jokic Center that can't really defend, those guys are tough to build around. Yeah, and I'm like, no, he isn't. He's so yeah. easy to yeah. build around, you just yeah, gotta no. get the other guys right, like, and, and you could do it four different ways.
1: You have this incredible offensive team, and none of the guys on the roster we trust to shoot an open three like a wide open one. It's kind of wild. Um, all right, nonetheless, we're bashing on these guys a little hard tonight. Um, I do want to relive some old glories because you guys know me, there's some things I like being upset about. One of them is the disrespect that the that Colorado gets from from the coast. Oh, I thought. Talk about game. Really, you're never bringing that up. (laughs) I never bring it up, but I hate the coastal bias. And tonight, when the schedule came out, the number one thing I thought when the schedule came out was, how the hell did they not put Utah and Denver on national television? Because literally every time, well, not literally, almost every time these two teams match up, it's a classic, including tonight. And not only was it not on national television, they put it on the early evening Saturday uh, Sunday night game going up against the NFL this was a buried game I know this was the NFL being like what do we let's just get rid of a game here I'm just I'm glad it wasn't on Nickelodeon
3: (laughs) I would have rather it been on Nickelodeon that actually would (laughs) have been pretty dope
1: (laughs) (laughs) it really hits (laughs) hammers home the point that the NBA doesn't and it's really their media partners not the NBA but the NBA to me is complicit in that. They really don't market the basketball portion of the league very much. Like that that's the thing. They, they don't
2: seem to be interested in that. At
1: all.
0: At all. But <laughs> <Like laughs> they care only on certain days. Like, and that's the thing. Like Christmas, Martin Luther King Day, like they yeah, like but try even, to do those But type they,
2: of those days they're like, oh, Martin Luther King Day, yeah. LeBron, yeah.
0: the claw. But yeah, they yeah. Do like the first game of the year, they like try to put something purposeful and then they don't care after yeah. that. They're just like who's the guy to go after, Zion, and then every single time.
1: If you told me, like, all right, you have to put a game together, two opponents against each other, gun to your head, and if that game doesn't finish within five points, you die. Like my number one would be like, hey Denver Jazz, yeah, Nuggets <laughs> Jazz. That game's going down to the wire. I
3: just 100%. guarantee, hundred yeah. percent. And like
1: the fact that the NBA is like, ah, you know, I don't care. <laughs> like yeah, whatever. It doesn't whatever. Have, does either of them like have a trade demand? Are they dating a Kardashian or no? Like, All right, well, let's, let's.
3: someone just said to be fair, even the fan turnout was poor. <laughs> the fan turnout was awful tonight. <laughs> um,
1: so. Pull up the graphic here,
3: Kayla, because we are
1: going to now rank over... Last year, the Nuggets and Jazz... Look at this beautiful. Best of 2020. This is last season. The 10 games last year. They played 10 games. We're going to rank them from worst to best. All right. Let's see. From worst to best. The absolute worst game was among the worst games of my life. Like, one of the worst moments of my life. You can go ahead and play it here. I don't know if you guys remember this one at all, but it was... uh, uh, You can go ahead and play it here, Kayla, and uh, we can... There you go. Number, game number one was game three last year. Worst you guys remember that? Life. Yeah.
2: Was that the one uh, where we all questioned whether or not basketball was something we should
1: follow anymore? Yeah. We all, I've never felt more wrong. I almost retired. I've never felt more wrong than I did after Game 3. It yeah, was among the lowest moments most yeah, of my life. So let's move on quickly. We don't have to <laughs> yeah. dwell on this. Uh, second was Game 2, directly <laughs> before that. Is that the, was that the one
2: that uh, I started questioning whether or not that I is, could watch basketball ever again?
1: We are like, this is when the Nuggets, it was 1-1 after Game 2. And we're like, you know, the Nuggets have been outplayed by all but like four minutes of this. But Murray just like went <laughs> yeah, crazy. Yeah, oh so Game 3, all right, we'll throw those out. The rest of these are bangers. Oh, well, check this heck? list. Ten games. All right, let's go back. Number one, January 30th. You guys might not remember this one. Jamal Murray was out. Gary Harris was out. Paul Millsap was out. It wasn't quite the seven, which happened like a week mm-hmm. later. All these dudes were out. Michael Porter Jr., January 30th. Remember, January was the month he was going off. So we got Michael Porter Jr. starting. He went for 12-12. and 12. The Nuggets shorthanded, beat the Jazz. It was feel-good vibes. It was, and it came down to the wire. I think that was a 106-101 game. That was a great one. I, I, I don't know. Tell me in the comments if you remember this game, because I remember it very well. It was yeah, a great one. I, I don't. Yeah, well it was the third Wait, should worst.
2: I, should I go into the comments? It was the no, third no, no.
1: worst Nuggets game I Nuggets jazz game of last year and it, right it, right was, right. it was awesome uh, Alright, number seven Number seven is Game, game four, four. <laughs> don't, This one, so the Nuggets actually lost and This one goes up Because this was One of only two or three times ever Two players have scored 50 points Wasn't it in, in the same game? Jamal Murray Donovan Mitchell that's right it did feel like the Nuggets were gonna lose to the series so it, it, it loses some points for that but that was an incredible battle Vic, we're tr- you're trying to cheer. Were you supposed to cheer us up? What the hell? We're reliving old glories. Vic. I mean, this is the thing. We're trying to go back trying, in time. Vic. We could talk about the game. If we you can't want, talk maybe. about the present if we're trying to cheer ourselves up. We have to go
0: into the past. <laughs> it's uh, coming. It's coming. You got to get to to two and one. But
1: yeah. that game four was honestly that that was an all time classic. Even though the Nuggets lost it. All right, they're all feel good from here on out. Let's go to let's go to number I'm six on to the feel board good. here. The seating round. Do you guys remember this? Double OT in the seeding yes. round. This was the one game the Nuggets punted nine games That's in the right. seeding round. Man, we we one, this one, and it was this one. <laughs> so oh, true. right, double <laughs> overtime. Jokic hits a game winner oh. with like two seconds left. They're down. They inbound the ball. He hits a game winner. He was like fantastic in overtime. You know what this game was was re- re- uh, primarily responsible for was for me.
2: Declaring loudly on Twitter who, to anyone who would read or listen that we were going to sweep the Jazz.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I think the headline for our show that night was Rudy Gobert is like has no chance they're finished finished or something mentally like that. They're yeah. bar-
3: I got on the radio. I'm like, the mental corners turned.
1: Yeah. This <laughs> is five games over. Double, double over Game three happened. We were like, yeah. wow. Uh... Never felt so right. That's part of why this was the mountaintop of certainty. We were better than the Jazz. All right, let's go to number five. Look at how great these games are, guys. We got five more. Ooh, game, game one. one. That's right. So
2: that was a great game. It
1: was Well, it was an okay game for the Nuggets because they really and got outplayed. Donovan
2: Mitchell game, right? Donovan and, and Mitchell and goes
1: for 50. Murray, too. But No, Murray goes for 36. But here's the crazy thing. 20 of those points Damn. came in the last yeah. three minutes of the regulation and five minutes of overtime. He just somehow caught fire. I think he had 10 points in three minutes and then 10 points in five minutes in OT. Yeah, was, that's, that was like... Oh, right.
3: Jamal Murray is like that guy when that guy needs to be There's It was also what you just said about this series. That was the oh, right? Because they're up at, at half. You're like, they got this. And then, then they blow it, and then they come back, and um, you're like, oh, man, this is going to be seven games, isn't it?
1: So to reiterate real quick before you move forward, January 30th, that's a six-point game, goes down to the wire. It's basically free throws at the end. Game four, same thing, goes down to the wire, basically free throws at the end. Seating round, double OT. Game one goes to OT. All right, look at these games; they're Whoa, all insanely close. All right, let's see what else we got. Game four—that was game seven. Game so four the fourth best game, game, game of seven. this was the <laughs> clinching game seven that game literally seven. came down to a buzzer beater that could have swung the series in either direction. Wait, that's number four. That's number four because the game was that has actually to
0: be number one. Guys, that was my my whole heart left my chest.
2: <laughs> oh, you know, you weren't watching with that with us, but we were talking about when the ball was stolen by Gary Harris. Jamal Murray runs it up the court Dishes off to a wide open Torrey Craig Who yeah, blows semi-open. a Semi-open Very wide open Semi-open layup. <laughs> And then Mike Conley Is streaking down And I was like Watching this unfold I was like <laughs> yeah. The relativity of time I was like Checking my watch Just like waiting For In my life point. to end Yeah It was like a two, a Three second T- period in time that took at least five you watch years. Watch
3: all of Nuggets' history. In yeah, your head. Like, this whole- shot's going. And then in. when yeah, yeah, when
1: Conley
2: shot the shot, like my entire life
1: flashed. Like, yeah. <laughs> it really it, but the finish was great. Jokic coming up clutch in this game was incredible, and he was like the one guy. But if you remember, that game was disgusting. Yeah, no, oh, nobody could what score. What was it 80 to 82? 80 or something It's an 80 to 78, I think. It was an ugly game, and it was a grinded out slugfest or whatever, but if you had to like sit and watch that game now knowing what happened, you'd be like, oh, wow, I forgot the second quarter was 6 to
3: 3. The, the, fan, <laughs> the fans are still throwing you out of the, the circle of trust. For that for, that
1: that's because they forgot all the rest of these. All right, let's go to, let's go to number three let's here. Let's do it. Oh, by the way, also comes down to the last second. Games, Game five. Game five. Nuggets down 15 points. Oh, down 15 points. They come back at this one behind some heroics from Jamal Murray once again. I think he has 40-something in this – 40 points in this game. And if, if you want to talk about it, if you had to – if I said gun to your head, you have to watch Game 7 or you have to watch this one in which they're down 15 but Murray just scores like wh- – Go back and watch the highlights from Jamal Marie in this game. He just hits like 12 shots in a row. I like the to idea that idea said somebody it.
2: comes into uh, your house and puts a gun to your head, and makes you choose you have to watch One of two games
1: to watch. not that
2: like far yeah. off oh, of my job, I, I mean. can't choose, <laughs> but it's a gun to my head. It's kind if of like watching Solid or something. You're yeah, the
3: uh, <laughs> uh, sure. pixel. I Look, I get your point, Alan. I, I think people would argue context, but.
1: The I, payoff of Game 7, <laughs> I think for sure was the best. Yeah. Like yeah, yeah, just yeah. the
3: payoff of it, the relief of it. Johnny, oh, Johnny in the comments saying Game 7 at the DNVR. Oh,
1: man, Game 7. If we go back to Game seven at the bar like that was I, I, lost I, re, I lost my mind i honestly have only had Yo. a few out of body experiences Yo. and the, the end of that and part of it was because what you talked about when they stole the, when they got the rebound and started going i died yeah
2: and y- then y- i was because our souls had begun their ascension to heaven or hell if it's talking yeah. to me, and they, they snapped right back into our bodies the
1: <laughs> we but then they left again it's like i died and then was taken to heaven and it was incredible <laughs> um all right let's go to number two look at these games are incredible and we're only on two God damn it. (laughs) Oh, there's only this guy. The seven. I put the seven up at number two. And I know it was a regular season game. That's how freaking incredible this game was. We talk about how much I don't like Rudy Gobert and like not liking him. I enjoy not liking him. It does, it fills you with glee. And how much I like Jokic and like rooting for him. There has never been a bigger ass whooping in the history of basketball than what Jokic did in
3: that game. This also goes back to what we were just saying about team building and who do you put around Jokic. Turns out it really doesn't matter oh, at man.
1: all. I mean, that is to the point in case. Yeah, they had Murray, they had Jokic, and then they had a bunch of guys just filling in the gaps, including Vladko Chanchar. That game, man, I'll never forget it. You talk about a Winner's Lounge. The Winner's Lounge was born that night.
3: That's true. Were we still in Lakewood? We we're, no. were in Lakewood. Lakewood office. We'd been doing them. We'd been doing them an event oh, an event because yeah. i
1: think that game might have been i don't remember if it was on national television or what because i remember it being like midnight or 12 30 and we're doing a lounge and it was just popping because everybody was like <laughs> every,
0: i think every snow game was, game snow was snow at sport.
1: that time we were just like living God. a dream that game will i'll never forgive you talk about all of these some of these games will might have to be like even game four about okay which one was that oh that was this one the seven you'll always Forever. remember you yeah don't even I, have to say we've, we've told this story before but right? i just remember
2: Driving to the Lakewood office as though I was driving to a funeral. Like the Nuggets were short on players; they had seven. Right, <laughs> it was the, the second to back. night of a back-to-back. It was against Utah. I think we'd lost a few days before, right? Or no? No, whatever. no, beat them. A oh, we beat them. Whatever so. the case was, I was. Just, but I was like, what am I doing with my life and my time? Why yeah. am I driving <laughs> to go talk about this game? That's going to be an absolute. Do you know how many disaster. people were
0: probably upset with the seven? Like that game because the nuggets had just beat utah then they beat them with seven guys (laughs) so when you get faced off against them in the like in the bubble yeah yeah. Like in the playoffs, you're like, I'm betting everything. They're going to yeah. get swept. That so you like, me, you like, we're going to sweep yeah, them. This, this is easy. Baby now food. You you look like an idiot. <laughs> yeah, I look like. they're winning
1: games. The seven is one of my all time favorite games. The fact that they had a seven game series just happens to you know beat it. But number one for me, you guys could have guessed it, it was game six. And I know people are going to say game seven was the clincher, and it was. But I'll be honest, I thought they were going to win after game six. Like after they won that one, I was like, and game six has Murray's 50 points. They have Murray making some of the b- best shots that you guys remember from that series. And then they also have I think the most uh, like inspiring and emotional speech post game. That's the shot in the tunnel too, right? Or is And, the, same the, shot the, and tunnel, the shot in the tunnel also yeah. like it was just such an emo- oh. like you talk about all the different things you like about sports coming together, the mystery, the resolve, the comeback, the all these the the, the, the ways that they can really point to other aspects beyond sports that in your life. It all came together in this moment that to me is better than game 7. It was better than the 7. It was better than all of them. Game 6. Game 6 was the moment
0: for Jamal Murray I think. That's when he really yep. like put himself in a, 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 like he elevated himself. That's when you he left every single thing yep. out on the floor. And no matter what happened, like you had to respect what Jamal Murray like represented and also like what he was going through at the time. Like uh-huh. he he put it all out on the line and that was that was the moment for me. So I'm yeah. glad that you got it in that so, game one. Cool. So now
2: if we oh go ahead. Well, I was going to say so now we have to look at the best games played against the jazz in 2021 we have, uh, we have this game
1: that's the, <laughs> <laughs> the word no but seriously if we go back and say okay 11 times this teams have played now if you go over the last 11 nine of them have come down to the wire think about how insane that is absolutely insane you got two centers that match up two point guards that match our combo guards that point match up i just love this matchup nuggets lost tonight i'm bummed because i'm bummed about the nugget season but you know what i'm glad we got them uh, we can close with that, Kale. So we could start up the old music if we haven't already. But thanks for riding with us, guys. Vic says he wanted us to cheer him up. I kind of i feel cheered up a little. We tried. I feel—I uh,
2: feel a little bit more sad, knowing that Vic needs us to cheer him up. Uh,
1: <laughs> I, don't, I don't feel like we're up
3: to the, up for this challenge, man. <laughs> hey, the the people that roll us to the entire Losers lounge is like, what more could we ask? No, Yo, you you're we appreciate appreciated. Thank you so much. But I will ask more of you if you don't mind and you haven't yet like the video, subscribe on YouTube. We yeah, appreciate. It. Looks like you got two uh, haters, oh, no. down voters
1: those people We out. didn't give enough uh, respect to uh, Rudy. We didn't put, yeah, we. Didn't <laughs> you know what you know, they're right about?
2: Yeah, we, yeah I, Either we didn't flame Rudy hard enough, or we <laughs> flamed him too hard.
1: We'll, we'll never know. <laughs> yeah. All right, guys, thanks so much. We're going to be back again tomorrow. Don't forget, this is also a podcast. And then also, don't forget. So tomorrow, I'll be doing a Your notebook team. pod. It won't be live on on YouTube. <laughs> so you're going to want to subscribe to the DNVR Nuggets podcast. You don't want to miss that. And then on Tuesday, George Carl keeping it 1000. Me and George Carl okay. can't wait to hear what he has to say about the Nuggets over the last two weeks. You don't want to miss that either. Thanks, everybody. See you next time. Before we get out of here, guys, I want to remind you about MSU Denver Online. Now is the time to apply for classes. Spring semester starts January 19th. That's this week, guys. This is like the last call to action for that one. Use promo code DNVR Sports. You do not Uh, And you will not pay an application fee. That's right. When applying and then ask for the application fee, just drop the code DNVR sports in there and it will be completely free time and time again. The one thing that will protect you from economic downturn is an education allowing you to adapt to varying careers. Go build your toolbox at MSU. MSU puts a dynamic education at your fingertips uh, without forcing you to decide between earning a degree and living your life. MSU Denver is the Colorado institution providing rigorous and affordable online programs taught by professors who bring the real world into the classroom.